Welcome to the Faith to Achieve podcast, where faith plus works equals achievement. This podcast is all about inspiring you to put aside fear and doubt so you can live the abundant life you were created to live and bless others in the process. Here's your host. He's an entrepreneur, noted financial expert, author, blogger, top peak performance strategist, and most importantly, a child of God, Ralph Irvin. This is Ralph with Faith to Achieve, and I want to use this time to talk about perfectionism and the areas of your life it can destroy. I think we can all agree that you want to do your best in everything you try, correct? You want to study hard, bring maximum effort, do the best you can, prepare in advance, and give the best you've got. But what happens when that line is crossed between an honest effort and the desire to be perfect? First of all, perfection is unattainable. It's not something that any of us can reach. We can aspire to do the very best we can and to be number one or at the top of our field. But to be perfect, that game is over because for as long as we've been alive, we've been making mistakes and we'll continue to make mistakes. And God's the only one that's perfect if we're honest with ourselves. But some people have a really hard time with this. And I know that in my life, there have been times where I've really been down on myself for areas that I didn't think that I was good enough in, or I was always comparing myself to someone else who achieved better results. And it may have been a case where they had more of an aptitude for what the situation was or what the task was than I do. And it came easier to them. And despite my best effort, it just wasn't in the cards for me to beat that particular person. For instance, no matter what I do, how hard I train, the likelihood of me beating Usain Bolt is zero, absolutely zero, because he has an aptitude and a lot of other tools going for him that have helped make him the fastest man in the world for the last probably close to 10 years, if not longer. Just being satisfied with a good effort, knowing that I prepared and did the best that I could in whatever area is something that I've over time learned to be okay with, but many people still struggle with that. And I've read story after story and and listened to accounts of people whose lives have been destroyed trying to reach some unattainable goal of being perfect. Almost like chasing the horizon. You know, you're standing in a a specific position and you see the horizon in front of you and you run towards it. And then when you get to where you think it is or think it was, you see that it's in front of you. And you get to that point and it's in front of you and so on. That's what the pursuit of being perfect really is like. You're never going to chase it. It's always in front of you. It's always something that's out there that you think you can reach, but you really can't. So there are a number of areas that this can impact. And in no particular order, I just want to run through some key areas where the desire to be perfect and being consumed with something that isn't attainable can, you know, and the impact that it can have on your life. So the first is emotional. And that takes on many forms. First of all, it's thinking that something's about to happen. There's always another shoe to drop and, and, and being in a constant state of fear that something's going to go wrong sometime soon because that's what happens to me. Nothing ever goes my way. I always get the bad breaks. Something always happens or the minute I'm happy, the person leaves me or I lose the job or I lose the opportunity or someone lets me down, whatever it is, just a constant cycle of expecting the worst to happen rather than being optimistic and expecting the best to happen. 
And that's a choice. That's not something that we are predisposed to. It's not something that we're stuck with. We have a choice as to whether we decide to look at the glasses half full or half empty. The bright side or the dark side. Be optimistic or pessimistic. That's something that we have control of. Uh, another area, and especially this time of year, you hear about it more and more, is academic. You know, it's June 2017 and people are graduating, preparing to go off to college or graduating from college. And it's a time of enjoying the fruits of your labor and being proud of what you've accomplished. But I, I read a story not long ago of how some kids feel pressured and can't be happy with the fact that they got a 90 or a 95 on a test. They will obsess more over the one or two questions they got wrong than rather than celebrating the 48 or 49, assuming it's a 50 question test, that they got right. And while I'm not at all saying or trying to give the impression that you shouldn't look at your mistakes and see where you went wrong, because if you got it wrong on, on one question, then there's a likelihood that there's a possibility that you could repeat that mistake. So it's important to, to troubleshoot what happened, but to get down on yourself because you weren't perfect every single time or you didn't get the grade that someone else got has caused some kids to have nervous breakdowns and even having attempted suicide or committed suicide uh, successfully, unfortunately. There was one case I read of, of someone who they applied to four or five schools, this uh, young lady, and the one school that she wanted to go to and had her heart set on, she didn't get in. D despite getting into the other schools, which were all premium institutions, and she took her own life. And that is just something that really speaks to, you know, it, it's okay to be disappointed. We all are when things don't go our way, but for it to go to those lengths uh, is really tragic and painful. So the myth of academic perfection is something that a lot of people are dealing with. For the people that we love that are in school, we really need to be mindful of. The next is physical. There are so many images out there and so many false standards, if you will, of what true beauty is, that you have to be a size zero or a size two, or you have to be six feet tall, or you have to be ripped with muscles, or you have to have this certain complexion. You can't be too light or too dark or too this or too that, which is all nebulous nonsense. It's really other people with their opinions of what beautiful is, and they have a platform through which to get their message out and people adopt that as standards in comparison to, to, to themselves when God made each of us in his image and we should be proud and happy for uh, what it is that he made. Now, I'm not at all suggesting that, well, since I can't be perfect, hand me a donut. Not saying that at all, not saying we shouldn't take care of our bodies and strive to be in the best shape that we can and, and uh, adorn ourselves respectfully with the clothes that we wear or the makeup you choose to wear, thing, things like that to you know enhance or bring out the beauty we have or to look the best that we can, but to hold ourselves up to what someone on the internet says or social media says or Hollywood says is, is just not something that we should aspire to because it could be very, very dangerous. And where does it end? It's a bottomless pit. There's always going to be a new star that comes along that's supposed to be the sexiest person alive and all this nonsense you see on the news shelves and you may have had your heart set on looking like one celebrity and someone else comes along that in the eyes of the public seems to be or is recognized as more attractive more beautiful more this more that so 
it's it's a bottomless pit. It's a never ending quest for something that's unattainable when we should do all that we can to be proud of who we are and to walk in that. Because truth be told, there are celebrities who have self-esteem issues themselves. Once the machine isn't promoting them or touting them or putting them up on a pedestal, all they're left with is themselves. And we've heard countless stories and read accounts of celebrities who've had everything, everything you could possibly want. They have money and fame and notoriety and the looks and all of the things that people profess to want and they're still miserable inside. It's not just limited to quote unquote everyday folks and I'm not just using celebrities as an example. There's people that we work with or see out in the street that you know we may have a desire to look like or emulate but it's really important to be as confident as we can within ourselves and the key to doing that is really building your personal relationship with God and accepting his standard and his image and the fact that there's nothing better than me and made in, in his likeness. I read a story recently, in fact, it was today, as I was preparing for this, that in 2016, and this report was published by the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, that $16 billion, $16 billion in the United States alone was spent last year, 2016, on cosmetic surgery. Now, there are some reasons for cosmetic surgery that, you know, are generally acceptable, I would say, in my opinion. You know, someone who may have been in an accident who needs some type of reconstructive surgery, uh, someone who's lost hundreds of pounds, and there's shows on TV, in fact, one I watch somewhat regularly uh, that talks about extreme weight loss, where someone may have been six or seven hundred pounds and then through uh, surgical means are able to get down to their goal weight or somewhere close to it and they have excess loose skin that they want to have removed, things like that. So not all of that $16 billion is dedicated to achieving or chasing an, un, uh, an unattainable standard, but some of it is. There are people who want to look like action figures and want to look like Barbie dolls and, and things of that sort. Just... Um, you know, something that just isn't possible, that is strange and really just is, I think, a cry for help, to be quite honest with you. So the attempt to make your body and make your appearance perfect, it, it, keeping in mind that the body is an instrument that's going to, that decays every minute of every day as we get older, is unreasonable and unattainable and people spend thousands of dollars every year doing it. Uh, the next area is financial. How much is enough? You may have enough to pay all of your bills, yet there are some people who it's a competition to have more than the next person, to be richer than their neighbor, bigger house, nicer car, bigger car, uh, multiple houses, multiple cars. There are people who literally kill themselves chasing money. And, you know, you can't serve God and mammon. So if, you know, money is your God, that's pretty dangerous. You know, money is a great servant, but it's a terrible master. And there are people who chase a level of perfection in their eyes as it relates to their financial status and who they know and where they live and all of those types of things. And the last one, and again, this is in no particular order, is spiritual. Now, should we strive to be Christ-like in everything we do? Absolutely. Please don't misunderstand me. But what I'm saying is, is when you make a mistake, when you do something you shouldn't do by omission or, or commission, and you refuse to, you beat yourself up so bad that you almost can't function. When the right thing to do is to acknowledge what you did, uh, repent of it, 
figure out what the biblical standard is, turn away from it and move on. I think there have been a lot of people, not just me, but I think we can all attest to a time where we really felt terrible about something that we did. We knew better before we did it, or it was something that we should have done, or the way we treated someone, all of those types of things that you know you're you're all you're, you're familiar with, and we just refuse to give ourselves a break. Some of us have even repented and said, "Lord, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Uh, that's not something that I know is of you." I repent, I turn away from that, that's not who I am. Please examine my heart and illuminate anything else uh, within me that you feel like needs changing. You know, please accept my, my request for forgiveness. And even after praying that prayer or a prayer similar to that where you're repenting from what you did wrong, some people still carry it. Still carry it instead of leaving it where it is, instead of knowing that you're forgiven and moving on. And that can be dangerous as well, very dangerous, because if you don't forgive yourself, if you don't forgive yourself, how could you move on with life? How can you be a vessel that God can use for his purpose when you're holding on to something that he's let go of, he's cast as far as east from the west, but you still have it as something that you feel that is unforgivable and that you can't let yourself go from. So none of us will ever be perfect. It's not something that is possible. It's not realistic. And it's already too late because we've lived our lives to this point. We've made mistakes. We will continue to make mistakes. And there's nothing we can do about that but acknowledge what we've done wrong in our lives or mistakes that we've made and do our very best with the right motives to do better. So I hope this message has been helpful to you. As I've said many times in the videos that I that I produce, most of what I post about are things that I'm being dealt with personally, and I'm confident that I'm not alone, and there, there are other people who would be blessed by this message. So if this has been a blessing to you, be, please be sure to share it with a friend. Please give us a like and also subscribe to uh, the Achievers podcast, as well as Achieve TV, and uh, stay tuned for more content. If there's anything, once again, that you uh, would like to learn more about or like to see a video on, please let me know. Please leave a comment below. Let me know how I'm doing. I want to get better. Not going to be perfect. I know that's not going to happen. These videos aren't perfect. I say, uh, I say, you know, I say a number of things that are even distracting to me sometimes, but I'm human. I'm doing the very best I can. My heart's in the right place. This is something that I'm passionate about. And we've all been there. We all have things that we do that aren't perfect, but I just want to come to you as real as I possibly can and do the best I can. And together we'll make some progress. So thanks very much for listening. Always remember that faith plus works equals achievement and have a great day. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Faith to Achieve podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.faith2achieve.com for podcasts, videos, and articles to help you live life to the fullest according to God's will for your life. Please feel free to share with a friend and always remember that faith plus works equals achievement. Thank you for listening.